Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. We say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for yet another opportunity to come before you. We thank you that you are ever willing to listen to us patiently, to all our cares, all our worries, all our concerns. We thank you that it is you that we draw our strength from. You fill us in the spirit. You call each of us by name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, your grace upon our life. We thank you that you pour your joy into our hearts. That whatever deposit that you place upon our lives is what is seen around us in our circumstances. Your anointing that you use us as a channel to bless others. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you look not on our sins, but you look at the faith and you reward that faith all the time. And we share your peace and your joy, Lord, that you pour into our hearts. That which only you can give and no one else can give, but no one can take away either. That which helps us focus on our relationship with you in our place of prayer. And not on our worries, on the storms in our lives. We share that same peace, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians everywhere that do not yet personally know you. And all those that do not want to know you and have turned away from you. And we ask, Lord, for a quickening in their spirit, that they are awakened to your truth, that every lie in the darkness is laid bare as noonday. And they can make that choice to turn towards you, Lord. We come with that confidence and we call on your name. The confidence that whoever calls on your name shall not end up in shame. We call on the name of our maker, our creator, king of the universe, the father of all things. The one who is able to make every grace abound towards us. The one who leads us by the way we should go and he teaches us to profit. The one who blots out our transgressions and remembers them no more. The one who is ever faithful. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. The one who taught us faith, that cornerstone on which our Christian experience and our life is built, the word himself. The one who leads us in the day of battle. The rider on the white horse. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The light of the world. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth. The spirit of the creator. The spirit of the living God. The spirit of victory. The one who changes times and seasons. Emmanuel in the true sense, God who dwells among us and within us and who is mighty, the hand of the Father, the scepter of the King of Kings, the seal of the age to come, who is also our comforter and our strength. He has made his tabernacle within us and gives life to our mortal body. 
the one who partners with us in every word of creation that we speak. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and the gift of prayer. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with angels, your destiny help us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with this opportunity to come to you. That we might be filled once again with your grace. That we might once again receive your mercy for all the places we have fallen short yesterday, the week gone by, and the month and the year gone by. For all the times, Lord, the evil one accuses us and tries to make us feel guilty. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of your word that says there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. We thank you, Father, for your unchangeable love. That despite us falling in number of times, you are ever still the same in your love towards us. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. We also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting, every member of every family that is part of this prayer group called the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group, your group, Father, your platform of prayer that you have set up for us. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters. I declare that divine exemption over this praying family, Father, in the name of Jesus. And I command that angelic protection in the mighty, all-powerful, unmatched name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We also herald the power of our spoken word. As we proclaim your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, it says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day, and we declare that it will not return to us empty but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life in our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. Today we continue on our topic on doors. Yesterday, we started reflecting on receiving in the spirit and how that receiving equates to the passage of through it. The passage of receiving it equates to a door. The Bible has many references to doors. Today, I'd like to look at some of those. For example, Job 38 verse 8 talks about the sea being bound by the door so that it can stretch no further onto the land. And that's a good example of when we look at it spiritually and think something that's invading us. You can draw a barricade and say no further. That's what we do when we draw that bloodline of Jesus around us. 
you set a door and you shut it there. Job 38 verse 17 talks of the gates of death. There are also doors to destiny and favor. Doors to captivity as well. And that's what Satan looks to present to us. Alongside God's door, he puts his door as well. What about the story in Luke 11? It talks about a friend who comes at midnight knocking on the door of his friend saying, another of my friends has come from a long journey. And he's asking for food. And the friend from inside the house replies, my children and I are in bed and the door, the door is shut. Remember now, this is a friend knocking, he's not even a stranger. Yet he says, the door is shut. He would normally help the friend if it were daytime. And yet there can be certain circumstances in our lives as well. When a friend's door can be shut, a friend who would normally help, their door is shut. They may want to help us, but that spiritual door between us and them somehow is shut. And then you see that they are helping others instead and you wonder, why is this friend wicked or does he hate me? And that may not be the reason. They can bless others and yet that door to you is shut in the spirit. Well-meaning persons. Revelations 3 verse 20 has Jesus standing, knocking at the door to your heart. You can choose to permit him to enter or you can leave that door shut. He stands knocking as a gentleman. He does not come like the thief who quietly sneaks in using all kinds of grounds as pretext for entry as a token of permission. The heaven can be open and shut to release or hold back rain and Elijah was expert at controlling that door through prayer where he could make it rain only at his word or his command. And that's a very good example for us again on how to pray for open doors to destiny and shutting doors to trouble. So we need to learn that lesson from Elijah. You can read it in 1 Kings chapter 18. I think it's verse 41 onwards and then extends into chapter 19. Using prayer to open and shut doors. Acts 14 verse 27 talks about God opening a door of faith to Gentiles. The door to the kingdom. Till then it was only the chosen ones, the descendants of Abraham, that it was open to. And then you have that door into the kingdom now. The biggest door. John 10 verse 7 has Jesus saying, I am the door. So doors can be persons as well. It is not just a physical door. 
It's a spiritual passage and it can also be a person that becomes that passage. What about destiny helpers? What about people of influence that can get you jobs, that can get you your work done? Because of who they know. And they become the segue into those outcomes. Now look at this verse, Revelations 3 verse 8. And I think Sister Jane got this in her personal reflection as well yesterday after she listened to this reflection. Here you have God saying, I know your deeds. Behold, I have put before you an open door which no one can shut. Because you have a little power and have kept my word and have not denied my name. And then the previous verse, verse 7, talks about the key of David. Jesus has that key of David. What he shuts, no one can open. And what he opens, no one can shut. Doors to favor as a reward for obedience. That's what verse 8 talks about there. Death is also a door to a resurrected life. It is not the end of life as we would normally see it in the flesh. That's because only the flesh dies. And so when we look at it from the flesh realm, it is the end of life. But when you look at it in the spirit, the spirit lives on. So death is only a door into a new kind of life, a resurrected life. It is a transit. So what shuts doors then? Let's look at a few reasons today. And tomorrow we look at what opens doors. And the biggest one here is when we dishonor others. When we honor others, then the gift or the anointing that is on their life blesses us. But when we dishonor them or put limits to our honor, then we can only go so far as our honor gets us. You can see that in Hebrews 7 verse 7, the greater, the lesser is always blessed of the greater. So practicing honor is key. Honor can open you to receiving in the spirit. Disobedience to God's will brings curses where doors to progress are closed. That's our second one. You can see that in Genesis chapter 3, Adam was shut out of the Garden of Eden, Garden of Eden for his disobedience. You can see it in Genesis 3.24, the last verse of that chapter, Genesis 3. He was shut out and a cherubim with flaming swords was kept at that door to prevent him from re-entering. Through our disobedience of what the Bible teaches us, are we shutting ourselves out to the point where there is a cherubim standing with a flaming sword and says, sorry, you cannot enter. You cannot enter a life of abundance. You cannot enter that life of dominion. You have to live outside. And what was Adam told outside? He would have to sweat and eat bread, sweat and toil and eat bread in the sweat of his brow. Hard labor. Are you seeing the correlation with your life as well? We need to look back then on and ask, Lord, 
where is that area in my life that I have disobeyed your word and what is the way out from there? Repentance is the biggest way there. That also is a door to gain access to him once again. The third one is witchcraft and sorcery. These can be forcibly shut doors to people's destinies. Witchcraft and wizardry are able to shut certain doors so that people don't progress. And our ignorance to recognizing that there is some obstruction there makes it even more worse because we keep toiling, wandering and then blaming God for something that he didn't do either. Knowing the word and being strong in prayer so that we have that kind of discernment is important for our progress. Recognize your doors. Number four, lack of qualification for what you are asking in your prayer. That can keep the door shut to you. And God does it only to protect you. For example, you might be asking God for a manager's job or a high-paying position. And Job says, the question here is not about whether you can get the job. The question is, are you able to perform what it requires of you? And if you are not capable to perform there, it will be held back. Now, that is not always the case, though. Like I said, there are other external factors, as we have seen in the previous dot point. There could also be other spiritual forces at play sometimes where people are trying hard. They are well-meaning, capable, good at heart persons, and yet certain doors in their life remain shut. We need to find other ways then to break open those doors. So what does a closed door mean in such situations? What is God telling us there? There are a few notes, five points that I've made for that. And we'll then conclude our uh, reflection here for today. The first one is, it could mean that it is only temporarily closed. You are not locked out from your destiny. Number two, it could be his way of protecting you. Just like we've seen in that situation of the job where if you were given access to certain levels too quickly, you may not be able to handle it. Number three, as we have seen yesterday, it could be a redirection to something better. And unless that door is shut, you will not take your eyes off that shut door. So you would, uh, sorry, you would not take your eyes off that door. And so while we keep looking at or staring at that shut door, we do not see another one that is open. Number four, it could be God's way of saying, don't get stuck. Move on. And number five, it could mean that you have strayed off your course. You have gone off the path and away from God. So we need to seek him again to come back on course and then he opens that door to us once more. 
that discernment of what constitutes a door in your life, what and who, as we have seen, people can also be doors. Discerning where that door comes into your life is key to how you approach it and then how you navigate around it. That is what decides whether the door will remain open or whether it will remain shut. Tomorrow we shall look at what can open these doors for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. I pray for that discernment, Lord. That in every circumstance, in all our dealings with other people, with situations, with storms, with challenges, and even with the path ahead, with our ministry, with our destiny, show us those doors, Lord. Grant us the discernment to know which one it is and what it is, what is the key to opening that door. Whether it is honor, whether it is obedience, whether it is prayer, what is it, Lord? Is that is the key to open that door. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day. That discernment. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are hospitalized, that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division or separation. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, Lord. And each of us face something or the other that we must overcome there. We ask for that grace, for that strength, for that discernment, for understanding and wisdom of how to tackle that, Lord. And we ask for your anointing above all, that every yoke, every chain of bondage over our lives be broken this day in the name of Jesus. Especially that of prayerlessness, of busyness, of ignorance and of poverty. Let those chains be broken this day, Father, in the lives of these, your faithful. We pray also for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends. In a special way for those that have not yet received their gift of salvation. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit. And as we connect with you, your Spirit, O Holy Spirit, to be one in the Spirit with him, we know that that prayer then made is under an open heaven. That prayer commands an answer, a result, an outcome, a manifestation of a miracle. And on that, that belief, Lord, we stand believing we have received and we release our prayer and our faith now. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Sandalara <laughs> Ananda Rasta Valarecato, Sete, Cados, Calaresi, and Dalla Shandakana <laughs> Shadali and Jaradala Rabras Kataya Jalarastolore to take a tire. 
Scotabrosta, <laughs> Barasta Barasta Maris and powerful name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Galatians 2, 4 and 5. But because of false brethren secretly brought in, who slipped in to spy out our freedom, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage to them, we did not yield submission, even for a moment, that the truth of the gospel might be preserved for you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these reflections, as well as Brother Savio's powerful reflections, the Friday Bible study teachings, and the daily rosary and divine mercy, please share those links for people to join your friends and your family so they can come and pray with you as well. They can learn and benefit in the same way that you are from what you receive from the word. The recordings, all these sessions are on live. The 
the Friday Bible study, the morning encounter, and the daily rosary and divine mercy are on live on YouTube and on Zoom. And all the recordings are also stored on YouTube. They are posted on Facebook and they're also saved on our Spotify page, our podcast page. So you can look up the Holy Spirit Brisbane prayer group on Spotify and you'll find it there. Also a reminder about our Bible study teaching for this Friday. It is the third part in our series on Choose Worship Over Worry. In this series, we are learning that worship is a strong spiritual weapon and we can fight fear with faith. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. Please share those with your family and friends and invite them to come and receive of that same outpouring of the Lord from His Word. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Jesus.